Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Our friend uh, Brad Blank's checking in this morning. Now, uh, Brad has known uh, this guy, David Foster, for a while. I've known him longer than probably Brad has. but I'm sure. But he's been familiar with his career because he, you, what, you, you told me a story once that you were like 10 years old. Yes, and, and uh, we had a, our Canadian cousins came to visit, and they stayed with us for a few weeks, and he was a young guy backpacking, 21 years of age. His name was Danny, and Danny goes, oh, yeah, one of my, you know, my, my essentially our godparents uh, is the Foster family, and the brother is David Foster, and every year he comes up and he brings, a, you know, Michael Jackson to Victoria in British Columbia, Canada, and he... And so he just was telling me all about this guy, David Foster, back in 1984. So I started following his career, and it, and it was going pretty well then, and it turned out pretty fantastic since. Yeah, he's uh, I don't, he has a picture. You know, it's funny thing about David Foster. He's one of those people who's full of himself, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean this. Let me finish. But it's not annoying? But it's not annoying. He's, that's just him. Yeah, yeah. He took a picture of all of his Grammys on top of his baby grand piano with him hovering behind them. And that, that's his, like, you know, his profile picture almost. But he, I mean, I'm not kidding you. He, he drops <laughs> names right and left, but, I mean, he is the real deal. That's right. So Celine Dion, right, Scott, and Barbara Streisand, uh, Michael Buble, he discovered, Josh Groban, uh, and then he, he got Peter Cetera going, didn't he, in his solo Well, movie. he got more than Peter Cetera. He <laughs> reinvigorated the entire um, uh, Chicago band. They were, like, completely dead in the water for a while, and he came back. Not all of them appreciated the sound <laughs> that David brought. But it brought him success. Yeah, brought him success. And right. that, that same sound kind of kept him out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a while because it was kind of, like, schmaltzy. But Too those poppy. were. Yeah, yeah, too pop, too popular is what it was, mm. and uh, and then then finally he took uh, Peter Cetera away from the group, and wow. you know took him solo. But anyway, you ran into him because he's got he's got an amazing documentary out uh, this week on Netflix. And That's right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's out now. It's called Off the Record, uh, David Foster, and it's quite interesting. So you have this documentarian follow him around. When um, David's been known to do reality TV shows, Scott, if you remember. I, I, I talked to him. Um, I used to talk to him quite a bit. And the most miserable time of his life, well, other than when he accidentally ran over that dancer. Oh. Uh, ben Vereen. 
Yeah, Ben Vereen was out wandering around in Malibu, and David hit him and almost he killed him. Running or something, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but he he hated being on that reality show. He he hated it. They they it's the princes of Malibu, and then it was the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, but I mean, he was on there, but he did not like it. So, and and all and he, you know, because it it gave a a kind of a tilted version of him to all the people who watched. He just didn't like it at all. But anyway, this is all about his documentary, right? That's right, yep. David Foster, how are you, sir? It's a big day for me. Netflix has got that magic. It's kind of like being on uh, big-time radio. This documentary, you know what I was fascinated by? You were cocky, you were brash, and you were a know-it-all when you first went to Hollywood. And I'm like, how are you all those things and then actually made it? How does that work? Yeah, and it's kind of in reverse, right? Because you should be humble when you're starting out and then you grow into being arrogant, right? And I'm probably still a little bit arrogant, but I sort of started <laughs> hard. And then as the success came, I lightened up on myself, which made me sort of an easier person to deal with. You're self-proclaimed in this documentary, self-proclaimed egomaniac. That doesn't work together, an egomaniac and breaking artists. I have a healthy ego. I mean, you can't, you know, do you see those? You have a lot of Grammys behind yeah. you. I mean, so you you can't have that and not know that you're good. How do you go about, like, finding <laughs> Celine Dion? I mean, that takes a leap of faith, because what if she breaks under the pressure as you're in the studio? Celine was already a star in Quebec when I stumbled upon her, and so I didn't discover her. Buble, yes, I did find him in a wedding, and it was amazing. I was like, the whole world stopped, and there he was. And Groban? I mean, you, you, you headlocked him as a 17. Year old. Yeah, I willed him to be a star. I willed it. Every single thing I did every day, I manipulated whoever I was around to take a shot on him, put him on a TV show, put him on a commercial, do this, do that. The record company, I, I willed it. Now I call it grovening somebody. I grovened him. You actually teased Celine Dion during the recording of that album for the first time with you guys. I kind of heard her feelings that we see in the documentary. I did hurt her feelings. I really did. And I didn't mean to. It was just that aggressive uh, ambush sort of ambush humor that I that I use when you mean when I said like hey if you can't get this note Whitney's down the hall she'll do it for us and Whitney was down the hall of course she wouldn't have done the note for us but uh, it was just humor yeah humor's got you in a bit of trouble over the years it certainly has Brad <laughs> you're used to the cameras of course we saw Princes of Malibu um you were ahead of your time in the reality television game weren't you we were before the Kardashians and yeah we were we were. We just didn't do it quite right, I guess. And, and well, I, when I say we, it was my stepsons who really ran with it, and I just was sort of, I just sort of played along with it. I don't regret it. So I actually um had a party in your recording studio. Well, I, but I wasn't there. No. Have you ever drank a beer out of your own Grammys? <laughs> no. <laughs> my stepkids have, I right. I think I might have drank out of one too. I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> That was quite a studio and property, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. In final words, Scott Shannon, can you remember the first time you met Scott? Uh, I don't remember the first time, but all I remember is that he was, and still is, bigger than life. He oh. is just this iconic, bigger-than-life character who's been doing it for so long, Jeez. so recognizable, his voice. Fun and that. he and I have a mutual uh, friend uh, that we've had for 30 years in our life, so I, I hear about him from my friend. I mean, think about that career. How do you transcend generations like that? Thanks, Mike. <laughs> what are you doing that for? Wait, who's this your mutual your friend? <laughs> Brad, what are you doing? Yeah, who's the mutual friend? Is it Linda? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Elvis Presley's uh, he girlfriend. He was married to her, though. Was he married yeah. to her? Yeah, he yeah. married her. Yeah. Oh, who married her? David. Not Elvis. David. 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 One of them, but he's got several. That's right. That's, that could, five, Scott. Five. Yeah, was it Linda Thompson? 
Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. Yep. From Memphis. She's from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. It is wow. 846 here at CBS. <laughs> Scott, you're so embarrassed. Look at you. You're pink. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't I, expect Brad, that, did that you? Really, I, I love really it. Really low blow, Brad. I think it was forward. actually adorable. Remember the, low, but that, that's a celebration of you, Scott. The one thing, the one thing about David that's kind of cool is he is a he doesn't like elevators. So if he's had a, if he's gonna have a meeting, it can't be in a skyscraper. You got to come down, or he's got to walk up the stairs. When we were at uh, Two Pin Plaza, he came to see us at PLJ. And he walked up 17 floors of stairs. Isn't that wild? I remember. Yeah. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 